Brick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSC Midwest. For updated factual information, see hsc.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Now, this week, as you know, saw some essential workers going back to work. And with the next phase of the government's roadmap fast approaching, the return of childcare continues to be a huge priority. Obviously, it has to be addressed. And without childcare, uh, people in a lot of instances just won't be able to get back to work. And speaking this week, the Minister for Children, Catherine Sapone, talked about the possibility of childcare operating in pods along with other safety measures. So to hear more about this and the views of it on the ground here in Limerick, Nicola McCune is owner of Rainbow Child Care Facility in Limerick City and uh, she is on the line. Hi Nicola, how are you doing? Hi, good morning, good, thank you. So what do you make then of uh, the Minister and the Government's idea, this concept of pods where you know, one childcare professional will be assigned to a small group of children and that'll be the case throughout the time that the kids are in creche? Um, with one person um, present with the children uh, all the time, it it actually wouldn't be the case. Um, a lot of children need nappy changes. They need toilet runs. Meals need to be bought to them. Now, um, I, as the manager, and I'd be on site, would be the person that would be, you know, providing the cover for this. So I literally would be going into each of the rooms throughout the day, possibly up to an hour, every hour. Um, so then I could be, obviously we'd have, you know, strict hand washing regime. I'd wash my hands before I go in. I'd wash them when I come out, etc. But there is a possibility that it, it's not a, a complete pod, if you see what I mean. I do. Absolutely. Um, and the other thing, the idea of pick up and drop offs and parents sitting in their cars and waiting for a member of the team to bring a child in and out. Yes. Now, that's a, that's a huge problem for my service. Now, every service is different, but we're based in an apartment and business complex. And the only way to access our service is upstairs or within um, a lift. So there's no car park um, provided for parents. That's, that's an issue in itself. But anyway, it means that, say, I would go down to get the child, but I'm not in, insured to, to once the children are within the service and the parents, then they're insured. But I wouldn't be insured to go down to a car and bring a child up to the service. So that's a, a huge problem. What about insurance around COVID nineteen and the possibility of an outbreak in a crash? Now I'm 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 actually in discussions with my uh, insurance provider at, at the moment. So I don't have any uh, clarification on that, sorry, at the moment. And would you think that a lot of childcare providers are probably in the same boat? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of question marks around so many things at the moment. We're baffled by everything, really, to be honest. We want to get the services back open. You know, we want to help and support the parents that are going back to work. But we have to make sure that, you know, there's no risk to the children. There's no risk to the staff. There's no risk to... I, I have... Some of my staff live with elderly parents. Um, you know, God forbid anything was uh, caught within the, the service and passed on to, to somebody than an elderly person was affected. Mm. We're talking to Nicola McCune, owner of Rainbow Child Care Facility in Limerick City. Is it your sense or your understanding that the government are fully engaging with the people they should be in the childcare sector to see if these proposals are a runner? 
it, there does seem to be a, a lot more, um, yeah, they do seem to be listening a lot more. There's a lot of childcare groups out there that, you know, are putting all of our um, points across um, to specific members of the government. There's been a lot of surveys online getting our views and our opinions. So I have seen that actively more recently. Mm. But you also seem to be saying that uh, as they're out there right now, they're still not workable, certainly not for you. No, no, I'd be uh, terrified, not for myself, but for the children, the staff, the families. Um, you know, people are out working now, so they're having more direct contact with the public. Shops are open, parents can go to the shops. Each child goes home every evening, and they possibly could have been exposed to the risk uh, of getting the virus, and then they're coming back into the service the next day. So each each day, you know, it... it <sighs> It's mind-boggling. And, you know, and Nicola, are you saying then that you wouldn't feel in a position to open even in a staged way for frontline workers, children, at the moment? I'd need more, inform- I'd need more information and guidance and support from the government as to, and feel confident in uh, what they're proposing that we could do to minimise the risk completely. What about the number of staff you could conceivably bring back? That's another thing. You know, I have 16 staff, including myself. We have five rooms within the service. Um, it, who do I choose? <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's horrible to have to, you know, be able to bring back a handful of staff. And, and what about the others? It's the same with the children. You can bring a handful of children back. But other parents are working. How do you choose? You know, no, who of, can of come course. and who can't? I'm certainly not asking this question for personal reasons, but uh, will we yeah. all have to do a lot of sucking up uh, to uh, our <laughs> childcare providers to get our kids back in where they were before? No, I'd say it would be prioritised, as in, you know, key workers, essential workers, that way. Um, but, but I suppose what yeah. I'm getting at is, you know, as you go through the phases, clearly you will have um, people who have been uh, bringing their kids to the same childcare facilities who may not be deemed as essential workers, but they still need to go back to work and their kids they were do. there beforehand. I mean, will they get places? Yeah, this is what I'm hoping. I mean, I, I'm, I'm guessing it, it's the children that are already registered within our service that would be coming to the service again. Um, key workers that parents of children in our crash currently signed and enrolled. Right. Um, and then how long could you have the children in the crash? Could it be a full service across the day the way it often is now? See, that's, that's another thing that I'd need clarification on. I, I've read things on um, in the newspaper and heard on the radio that they're thinking of bringing it back, crashes back for one day a week and it will be stage drop-off times. But I haven't heard anything set in stone, so I'm not sure how it's going to work. I have no idea. Nicola, what about the funding model? I mean, you know, a, a lot of childcare facilities in uh, Limerick, and we have had this discussion around funding in the past where the government would talk about a grant and it turns out that by the time it trickled down to smaller facilities around the country, that grant was much smaller than the headline figure. Um, and there is a certain amount of funding that goes in and there are certain schemes that uh, yeah. creches can uh, take up on behalf of uh, parents and, and their kids. Um, but do we have to accept the essential nationalisation 
of childcare facilities around the country. Massive funding going into them on an ongoing basis in order to bring the sector back to life and allow people to go back to work. We will need, yeah, we will need additional funding um, from the government definitely to, to, to be able to uh, reinstate the service and run the service. We have so many overheads with creches. Staff costs are huge. Um, we're going to need a lot of financial support, yes, especially with what, what's been going on over the last few months and having had all of our scheme funding withdrawn and replaced by the the bailout scheme, as I talked about before when I was, um, you know, talking with you on here. Yes. So, yeah, there's a lot of... We're, right. we're and, and that, and that, kind of that, that means more taxes, doesn't it? I mean, there, there yeah. will have to be an acceptance in the country and people won't like to hear this, that no. we'll all end up paying not. more tax in the not-too-distant future, despite what might be said now about government formation and government talks and uh, no necessary increase in tax. Yeah, I know. It's, oh, it's such an awful situation for everybody. It really is. Um, one other thing, uh, I'm sure you uh, and I would be the same, uh, have no problem whatsoever with the people of Scandinavia. Um, but uh, the Scandinavian model is often pointed to, in this case, the Norwegian model of pods and child care. Um, do you know anything about that? What do you think? I you haven't suggested? actually researched it. Now, I know that Catherine Zapponi has been looking at that model. Um, but I, I actually haven't been, they're using the pod system. I haven't actually looked at it in depth at this current moment in time. Indeed, we're living on uh, in a city that uh, was um, largely formed by the Vikings. So, you know, uh, yeah, maybe yeah. in a slightly yeah, bloodier way than we might have liked if we look at our history, but that's that's the way things go, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Nicola, um, it sounds, if you don't mind me saying so, as though there is as much doubt about this as ever or nearly as much doubt yes. about it as ever. Yes, yes, it is. It's so confusing. The information we're getting... Um, or not information that we're getting. You know, we get little bits and pieces, but then we're getting stressed out because we don't know how things are going to work. And it's just, it is very stressful for, for childcare providers at the moment and also to parents because, you know, they, they want to know that they, they have childcare available when they get back out to work. We want to get everything running again smoothly. All right. Well, listen. Safest way. The best of luck to you. We'll uh, certainly check in with you again because uh, this uh, one is going to run and run until they come up with some sort of solution for it. And time is now uh, a major factor as well as uh, they try to reopen the economy alongside, obviously, the health concerns around COVID-19. Nicola McCune is owner of Rainbow Child Care Facility in Limerick City. Thanks a million. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSC Midwest. For updated factual information, see hsc.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives.